Welcome to another episode of What's Your Jersey. I'm your host, Jacqueline Marfuji, and I'm so excited you guys have been listening. You guys are the best meatballs ever. If you haven't been listening, uh, <laughs> I like to call my listeners meatballs because um, who doesn't like a meatball? That's it makes, adorable. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> it makes everyone's day better, whether you're vegan, whether you're vegetarian, or you eat meat. There's all different types of meatballs, and I feel like that's what you guys are, all different types of awesome uh, I've had so much fun recently just getting into it. Uh, this week, I'm definitely going to get more into sports. Um, and I, before we start, just want to thank you guys for commenting and sending emails. Uh, you can always send questions, comments, tell me what's up to whatsyourjersey at gmail.com. Um, and just thank you for rating and listening. It keeps it going, and I really appreciate it because uh, you guys are awesome. I think we're going to get into it. Uh, I'm so excited about this guest I have this week. She's one of my best friends. Um, she's funny as hell. Uh, she's been on Fox. You've seen her on Hulu. She did an amazing video that she cast me in called I Do Yoga. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she has the sickest body I think I've ever seen on a human being. It's like not fair because she's cool as fuck too and likes to party. Um, <laughs> she writes for Men's Health Magazine and we'll get into all the other things she does. This is the fabulous Natasha Pearl Hansen. Hello. Hello, Jacqueline. <laughs> Thank you for coming to my house so I could be lazy with my attire. Oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> I know. Yours is like cute workout. She's wearing, uh, this is a cut off like Def Leppard t-shirt. Like you're so badass. With right harem now. pants. Like I'm not sure what statement that's making, <laughs> but <laughs> it's like if Def Leppard had a genie, that's what I... <laughs> That's what I'm dressed like. <laughs> I totally respect that. And I'm being basic AF and my never, ever give up cut off. A that's what Sia top. says. Do you listen to that song? Have no. you heard that Sia song from Lion? No. Like, that's what I listen to whenever I'm walking down the street. Oh, and I feel like don't I don't give up. Don't give up. No, but it's the other one. Okay. She, like, she talks about know. not giving up a lot, apparently. Well, apparently <laughs> she didn't. She's killing it. Yeah, she's she's winning. I mean, she doesn't have to show her face on stage. That's really killing Dude, it. I know that <laughs> I wish I could do that because I don't like to I don't like to make my face up. I know it's really <laughs> annoying when we perform. It's like a fine line for me. Like I, mm -hmm. I don't want to scare the audience with like no makeup on the face. Exactly. But I want to look like I didn't try at all. Yeah. <laughs> and that it's funny how much time it takes to actually look like you didn't try. It's a lot of steps. Mm -hmm. It's actually a lot of contouring. You, and then you have to like remove clothes <laughs> and then like change out stuff. It's really tough. It's tough. I feel like you always <laughs> look fresh faced. Like you don't have that much makeup on though. I d well, it's because I don't and I'm just a shiny person. <laughs> My skin is just. You've embraced <laughs> the shine. I'm naturally shiny and I don't care about being matte. <laughs> so that's that makes me look like I have a youthful glow, but it's just sheer shine. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, it wasn't that I was just having sex for 10 hours. It's just that I'm shiny. <laughs> well, that's cool. Um, there's so much I want to get into with you, Natasha. Um, oh, we have, we have a headphone sitch. There we go. We got it. We're back in action. 
I, 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 sorry guys. I like to sing my words. I think that's great. No, <laughs> I shouldn't be doing that. It's annoying. Um, I have a new segment I want to do with you this week. Yay. Right? Let's do it. Because I know, I know I have a lot of male listeners, um, who know a lot about sports, male listeners who don't know that much about sports. I also have a lot of girls out there who, you know what, might not have grown up with sports in their life, you know, or might not really give a shit about it, but they might be dating someone that does, or they might want to meet a guy that's Mm -hmm. into sports, right? Yeah. Well, and being from the Midwest, like I was thinking about this today, but I originally didn't love football when I was a kid. When I was a, a young girl, I did, I didn't care about football at all. Oh my God. But in my town, it mattered so much how good of a personality you had <laughs> and you had to be able to hang like okay. looks came later. Nobody realized that they were hot or had bodies until like super late. This is amazing. So it was all like a personality based place. Wait, can you tell everyone where you're from? I'm from Stoughton, Wisconsin. <laughs> can you uh, tell by how she <laughs> said that? Uh, right outside of Madison. Nobody would know where Stoughton is, but I'm uh, yeah, it's just it was one of those things where. I had to train myself to like football because all the guys that were hot or that were, you know, the best to hang out with played football. I dated the quarterback for a while. So you had to know what was going on. And so I made myself have to like football for so long that I actually like it now as an adult. So Natasha and I watched, was it a championship? Was it a playoff game Mm -hmm. this year? Yeah. Yeah. Playoff game. It was pretty cutthroat. It was the Giants against the Green Bay Packers. (laughs) It was a tough one for me. Green Bay won. (laughs) I felt really bad, but also not. a shit eating grin on her face right now. You should see it, but you can't. But it's great. I love it. I I mean, you know, I always want my friends to be happy, but when the Green Bay Packers win. um, (laughs) (laughs) The Packers. No. No, it's fine. <laughs> Whatever. Um, wait, I want to know your Aaron Rodgers. Is he like your best friend? Like, do you guys feel, do you feel like you would hang out with oh, him yeah. a lot? We hang out all the time. <laughs> <laughs> He's single now. Olivia Munn and I. Oh, they broke up. They broke. Oh, I did not I know I that. I might be best friends with him. You don't even know his I relationship I didn't know that. Status. We haven't talked in like a week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It um, happened like a month ago. <laughs> Aaron is the tits. I love him. The tits. I mm-hmm. love tits. That's fine. Okay. I, I used to love Favre too. Like he, Favre was my everything when I was younger. Really? When I was in college, I still have the only two jerseys that I still have that are Packers jerseys are Favre's jerseys. Really? Which I can't wear anymore, but they're they're just around. Um, but yeah, and then he did all that messy stuff where he made everybody that was a Packers fan offended for too long, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then uh, Rogers came through, and we were like, ah, oh, hail new king. Yes. So the golden ticket yeah does he have a nickname do people call him anything besides Aaron Rodgers <laughs> not that I know of no maybe you should come up with one I should yeah now that he's single you know like, I'm like I have the cheese kini so we can call him like okay the cheese kingy or we're something we're jumping around <laughs> so much but like as you know if you've listened to this podcast I come I they like to call me the cheese princess because my dad is the CEO and president of Locatelli Cheese Company shut up yes so our family, <laughs> we are very supportive of any sort of cheese. Mm-hmm. So Natasha did this amazing photo shoot with her boyfriend, who's a phenomenal photographer, Justin. What's Justin's last Schwan. name? Justin Schwan. Mm-hmm. I knew that. Justin Schwan. And it's basically her, like, perfectly chiseled, tight, sexy body, like, naked, but with cheese slices yes. all over her, covering her lady bits. So for me, that's like a lady bit like boner right there. Like who doesn't love a chick covered in cheese? That's what we thought would be funny. 
and it was a hard wrestle to see if we if we should do bacon or cheese like bacon was almost going to be the first thing but I was like putting raw bacon on my that's mm. just kind of weird <laughs> I mean everyone loves bacon bacon's yeah. on trend right now I feel like it's very trendy, it when, is e, very trendy. when the e-network is doing commercials about bacon you know, it's I almost haven't even seen those, but yeah. that would be dangerous. Um, it's a lot. I'm sorry to make you jump around, though, but uh, no, it's fine. Yeah, no. we'll get she, there. Well, she was. Yeah, she took these pictures and basically that landed you a gig with Men's Health magazine. Mm-hmm. And yeah, now you write for them. You do all the things. But we'll talk about that later. Um, so this first segment, I feel like is for, you know, if you're trying to impress a guy with some sports knowledge and you don't really know what you're talking about, but like maybe you just want to like skim the top with some like topics that are hot right now. So he thinks like you kind of care about it and pay attention. So he'll bring you around his guy friends, right? Mm-hmm. Who doesn't want to hang with the guys on a Sunday and watch some basketball? Actually, no, I really can't and stand the NBA. <laughs> and get free shots. That's yeah. what tends to happen with us. I feel least. like if you, yeah, we do. Women <laughs> have it so hard. Not because we, no, we know every bartender in Los Angeles. It's true. Um, uh, so come hang out with us. We'll do a little bar crawl. We'll do a what's your jersey bar crawl. How about Ooh, that? That would be fun. Write in if you want to do it and I'll set it up, guys. Um, so this, this little segment, I feel like before we get into it, I want to call Just Enough with Jacqueline. It's just enough info that you need to know to carry on a conversation about sports this week. Um, first off, do you do you pay attention to like what's happening with J-Lo at all? Do you know what's happening in her life? I have no idea right now. <laughs> There's just too much happening, I think, all the time. There's all the that time. you have to take breaks from J-Lo. <laughs> <laughs> I think J-Lo takes breaks from being J-Lo I don't think J-Lo breathes or eats Like she's just fed intravenously I don't know how she does what she does She takes HGH That's what I've heard okay. Human growth hormones Sounds about right I'm down with it If you look like J-Lo And can have that bod and that career go, go, You go right? girl Yeah um, So A-Rod from the New York Yankees I'm a Yankees fan mm-hmm. He's like a legend to us I've met him before The bluest eyes you've ever seen in person by the really? way they're like a blue green yeah I think they like trapped JLo um <laughs> it just came out there was just an interview with her and she said she came on to A-Rod wow yeah she said she went up to him in a restaurant in Los Angeles and was just like hey we should go get dinner sometime I think she's the only celebrity he hasn't slept with right <laughs> So now <laughs> it does seem like the case. He's dated everybody. He has. But like, I think was also married while dating a lot of them. Which, yeah. Oh, yeah. Whoops. The kids. Whoopsie. But he's mm-hmm. divorced now. So at least he was like, this probably isn't the best. Maybe for he me. just needs to stay there. <laughs> he just needs to stay there. <laughs> no, but like, I want to know, like, do you think A-Rod and Jeter and like J-Lo and what's what's Jeter's wife's name? She's that hot, hot model, sport. right? Yeah. Sports illustration. Do you think they like <sighs> double date? I, I mean, that would be awesome. I, th- I know very little about J-Lo and her dating life, <laughs> but my boyfriend and his boss have worked with her a lot Okay. in the past. And um, she I don't even know if she's allowed to go on public dates. Like, <laughs> to be honest, I There's think There's all these pictures of them in New York. The thing, this is what I want to know. If everyone thinks she's going to be like a good luck charm. I know A-Rod's not like playing with the Yankees now, but like I feel like they'll go to games together. Like, I want to know if she's going to like make them do better this season. Like, this, this could be a thing. It could be good. Good. Um, you know, he could use some Latin flavor in his life. Um, <laughs> yes, Rodriguez needs to be with a Lopez. <laughs> exactly. God, they. I wonder if he gives like, like on the first date with Jeter. Apparently, there was that story that he would always send girls like gift baskets. Like he would just like oh, leave. Geez. I know. Uh, it's, I, it might be nice, but I think that's but, like, so cheesy. When you do it with every every single, single yeah. <laughs> 
like come on like a to-go bag when they leave in the morning like (laughs) like do you think j-lo got that she was on ellen and she said that she doesn't do sleepovers on the first date so at least on the first date she probably didn't get a gift basket good for her yeah i mean at least she has standards now that she's in her (laughs) (laughs) mid-40s Sorry, love J-Lo. you, J-Lo. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so that's enough. So A-Rod and J-Lo are dating. That's something for you guys to know. Uh, Serena Williams just announced that she is 20 weeks pregnant. Wow. Right? Who would have thought? 20 weeks. 20, and she's engaged. She has a fiance. Um, and there's a little controversy there. First of all, she wrote like an open letter to her unborn baby and like posted it on social media. I didn't know about that at all, yeah. but that's odd. It's kind of weird, right? It's like, eh. you know how you're first of all, not supposed to talk about like being pregnant for the first like few months. I feel like yeah. sending a letter to like a baby that's not like around yet. is just kind of like ugh, bad form. Yeah. Well, why, 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 why did she do that? I don't, it was like, what a did she letter. say? I don't, oh we should gosh. Google it. I should know what she said, guys. That's not the point of the story. How old is she? Uh, in her thirties. She's in her thirties. She's okay. in her thirties. I mean, she has to be excited, whatever. I'm sure. Next chapter, next phase. Good for you, Serena. You go on with your bad self, but the coach of the Romania women's team just commented and said, let's see what color it has. Chocolate with milk. What? Yeah, because her like fiance is white and she's, you know, she's a darker chocolate flavor. Yeah. Like who says that? Maybe, you know, th- maybe he just doesn't know the tact. Is, th- I, is, that we, a, is that a country thing? It's a Romanian thing? Like maybe. <laughs> Are Romanians just assholes? I don't know if it's an asshole thing. Here's what I, I, I had worked at this luxury hotel back in the day. And <laughs> I won't say where. But I had to work with all these like Russians and Romanians. And, and uh, certain languages don't have like the same descriptive words that we would use to make things sound polite if that's how I can word that like maybe he thought like African-American people were called chocolate maybe he thinks that that is just the way you say it Caucasians are milk (laughs) (laughs) serious (laughs) I mean he's like if I make them both food is that bad (laughs) does that make it not racist so you know I try to excuse people when they say weird shit and they're from overseas because I'm like maybe they just don't understand how to properly translate that word (laughs) you know exactly I don't know maybe I'm too nice it's fun to like fuck with people with that too yeah I mean I would do it I'm sure I say all sorts of weird things when I'm overseas like I'm sure and they're like oh that horrible American (laughs) you know so it's fine and no one quoted us so we got away with (laughs) exactly so whatever maybe watch your watch your language Romanian coach of women's team (laughs) so that just happened nice um I know you're a huge Packers fan Uh and not a Vikings fan right so are you excited about Adrian Peterson signing a year deal with the New Orleans Saints I'm fine with that. Um, I'd rather him not be directly in close quarters with the Packers. (laughs) Um, He was. So it's kind of tough because when I used to play fantasy football, when I lived in Chicago, I played fantasy football um, the entire time I lived there. And then when I moved to L.A., I just stopped because there was just too many jumbles of teams. It was fun in Chicago because it was like the Bears, the Packers, the Vikings, like nobody liked each other. So it was fun to make your friends go to stuff. All your friends were Midwestern. So like none of the teams, you know, none of your friends liked the same team. And it was kind of fun here. It's just there's not enough of anything. It's like hard to like drum up a rivalry. Exactly. Between everyone in Los Angeles. It's like, oh, I don't really care about the Saints. Like I just don't. It's like, like, okay, if they won, I wouldn't be upset. If the Vikings won, I'd be like, 
crying on corn you know <laughs> like i would like go hug some produce and like That's feel sad hysterical. <laughs> see i played fantasy football for the past like three years and okay. like it was fun i was i was on a team with girls i was producing that drunk sports series with yeah so it was fun because like on the show we would have banter and like every week we'd have production meetings and like have to really be in it mm-hmm. but then this year i did it with one of my best friends and then it was just all these people i didn't know it's not fun then it's really not mm-hmm. and the year before i did it with her and her mom and like all her mom's friends and it's just kind of it became a chore, like keeping up with it. It yeah. was kind of annoying because I didn't care about it. Well, and it has to become this situation with fantasy, like that you sit. The way it was so fun in Chicago is I had this one bar that I did my draft with. Okay. And if your team was doing poorly that week, you could go spend X amount of money in that bar to get bonus points. <gasps> Very few, but it was a good excuse for them to have you sit there all day. How come? no one else does I don't know but all like on Sundays if if my team did poorly the week before I would sit from from start from the first kickoff to the final I would sit the entire day on a Sunday and buy boots of beer (laughs) and buy appetizers and buy nachos and buy shots because all that stuff would get you extra points oh my gosh and it would be like basically buying points I'm fine with that yeah (laughs) And it was so fun because you were there the same week with all the same people or every week with all the same people. And I think that's what fantasy football should be about. It it is. It should be fun. Like, and also ladies, it's really fun to play and then like be dating a guy that's like into it too, because then you can get like tips on it. Yeah. Like, like I, I, I forget who I was dating at the time, but like, it was always fun to be like, babe, and like send like a screenshot. Like, who should I pick this week? Yeah. And it was fun when like we just to smash it in people's faces when you actually could see their face, like not over text. Yeah. And we, um, that's how I got this tattoo on my toe that says toe. Um, (laughs) (laughs) guys, Natasha, the tattoo on her toe that says toe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was halftime at a, it was a Packers bears game. Um, God, this would have been in like 2009 and we were losing. And my friend was like, if the bears are up halftime, you have to get a tattoo. And there was a tattoo parlor next door. And, and so I, you did it. I was like, okay, you choose what it is, but you also have to pay for it. And so he Smart. was like, you get your toe labeled. And I was like, what are we going to label it? And we both were like, toe, that'd be funny. And so I sat down in the chair and the guy was like, what do you want me to write? And I was like, toe. And he goes, how do you want it written? And I goes, Times New Roman, because I just didn't know what else to say. <laughs> you went for Times New Roman. Times New Roman. <laughs> so I have Times New Roman toe tattooed on my toe. Wow. Because of fantasy football. That's 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 what dedication. makes fantasy football fun. <laughs> it is. <laughs> like betting on things is fun. Yes. <laughs> Especially when it's part body parts you don't care about oh getting tattooed. I feel like you guys are the Midwestern fans are the best fans. You guys are ride or die. Yeah. It's always like a friendly rivalry where I feel like and I'm not hating on it. I'm from New Jersey, like Giants fans and like Jets fans, like I don't know. We can get a little scrappier. Yeah. <laughs> we we go deep and hard. Well, we can get kind of mean, like Eagles fans, like that whole Northeast region. We're we're just a little like... It's a little bit different over there with Philly and then Boston. Because yeah. I was just in Boston last weekend and we went to a Red Sox game, which I did not like, by the way. So what? I think that would make you happy. Wait. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, girl. Um, <laughs> Why didn't you like it? 
we were just in a section that was surrounded by like 17 year old underage drinkers. And so I just wanted to slap everybody. (laughs) That's why. (laughs) Nothing to do with the game itself. The stadium was great. The stadium was great. Like it's so great. We just had terrible people around us. That Um, can really affect your whole experience. 100%. It could be the worst. And so, uh, but everybody kept saying, you know, wear whatever hats you have because my friend had her brewer's hat on. I had my Cubs stuff. And they were like, nobody cares what you wear as long as it's not giants or or Yankees. Or Yankees. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. I've I've never been there wearing like Giants or Yankees attire. We're yeah. talking New York Giants, anything, even though that's football. Anything fine. New York. Anything yeah. New York. It's so funny. I feel like it's not really like that at Yankee Stadium, although I haven't been there in a while. Maybe it is. Yeah, I heard about, I remember reading something like years ago how either it was a Red Sox fan or a Yankees fan had buried a jersey in the cement once wet cement next to one of the stadiums that was being reconstructed it was probably the yankee stadium then i think so and then it was this huge thing where they were like we have to find out whose it was and like who would do that like take yourself out of the (laughs) equation and think about what people are really fighting about. like how do you even get a jersey into wet cement without it completely being noticeable is this like a whole game (laughs) someone this was an inside job yeah yeah so i thought that was funny had a friend of a friend i want to get into the cubs winning the world series last year oh yeah yeah i wish i would have been there for that I mean that would have been crazy that was such a great game though where did you watch the final game here right downstairs oh okay yep and uh, Natasha's apartment and it was so great because one of my friends is um you've actually met him before but Tom Zenner he's like an amazing he he writes all these books for teams that have won and stuff and so he had published a book before they won in case that they won in case they won and then taken a bunch of photos right during the game or like the Basically, the screenshot that was at the end of the game with all the guys celebrating with each other, we froze the TV on and took a bunch of pictures, and we were like, that's such a good shot of them jumping on each other. And that's what he ended up having as the cover of his book for the Cubs winning the, yeah. So it was, it was, it was really cool. cool. It was like this beautiful moment that everybody saw as like the exact same moment. So cool. (laughs) So the book is actually under my coffee table somewhere. Um, But yeah, so I thought that that was really cool. And Chicago is just such a great city. Like I, I, lo- I loved living there. It's one of my favorite cities in the world. Mm-hmm. And I'm a Cubs fan because I didn't grow up close enough to the Milwaukee Brewers to. I love that you're a Cubs fan. Yeah. I respect you a lot more because (laughs) I really do. My best friend. I didn't really know much about the Cubs. I didn't really give a shit about them until I moved out to Los Angeles almost 10 years ago. And my best friend, Melissa Soso. Hey, Gigi. Um, (laughs) Gigi is short for Grey Gardens because we used to live together and it was like being in Grey Gardens. (laughs) Stop. Yeah. It's adorable. Anyway, um, (laughs) the first time I ever went to Chicago was, you know what the funny thing is, actually? When I moved to Los Angeles, my layover was in Chicago's airport. So I felt like that's like a weird sign or like a cool thing where like moving to L.A. I had to go through Chicago. Mm -hmm. That's that's just sentimental. It means a lot to me. It is the perfect stepping stone. It is. Um, But the first time I ever went to Chai Town was for her wedding. Oh, I loved I fell in love with it. It was like a clean New York. It is. (laughs) It's a clean, better New York. And it's hard for me to like other cities that are similar to it because Chicago is just like the best version of it. And it's and it's so easy to get along with people there. Everyone. Everybody. No. Like when I first moved there, I just went to one bar and met my first like five friends in the city who took me all around the city, introduced me to my next friends and then 
through that one place, I met all of my friends in Chicago. I, Chicago people are just the friendliest people you'll ever meet. Really? I think I, I still stay in touch with like the bellhop at the hotel I stayed at. Of course <laughs> you do. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. Yeah. Like everyone was just so fun and friendly. Like everyone's just down to have a good time. Yes. Yes. I love that. Yeah. None of this crap that we do out in LA like I have to go to bed I need my beauty sleep like or the like that there's not that struggle in Chicago like here I notice it about myself now and maybe it's just because I'm aging too but like I always feel like I have to kind of be like on point Mm -hmm. and kind of feel like I look professional sometimes even though I deep down I just really want to like get drunk at two o'clock yes and And in Chicago nobody cares (laughs) (laughs) they're like if you're drunk at two as long as you're still doing all your work nobody cares so I mean we are okay Natasha's the best ever because she's supplying us with some whispering angel rosé which is (laughs) Like my absolute favorite rosé and I did not request it. I don't have a rider when I come to your house to do a podcast. Nope. She just popped that bottle and I bow down right now because that is awesome. I was like, Jacqueline, you want some wine? How's Whispering Angel Rosé? And she's like, shut up. That's my favorite. <laughs> so, you know, we just were on the wavelength right there. <laughs> uh, we got derailed from the Just Enough with Jacqueline segment. But Sorry. Was, no, it's fine. <laughs> I loved every... We can keep talking. I, I didn't want to stop you. Um, yeah, so Just Enough. We talked about this week, Adrian Peterson getting signed, Serena Williams getting shit-talked by the Romania coach, and A-Rod and J-Lo are a thing. How about that, guys? That's what you talk to your boy about. Just Enough. Just Enough with Jacqueline. Now, let's get into what your jersey is, Natasha. Okay. okay. I want to know. So, Natasha is a very accomplished stand-up comic. She tours. She puts together her own tours. Like, you've done comedy everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tell, brag about yourself a little bit. Tell everyone, <laughs> like, what you're about, and then we'll find out where you came from. Okay. Um, God, that's always such a hard thing to do because I feel like we have such long careers. It's like, where do, what do I even talk you about? Like forget about it. Yeah. Like I, I looked up your IMDb and I was like, oh, I didn't know she was in the hot wives of Las Vegas yeah. on Hulu. Like, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. You know, like, it's just random. Like, I, it's, it's funny how you start comedy. Like, I started comedy 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. Not stand-up, but sketch and improv. At Second City. Mm-hmm. And I used to always want to do stand-up, but I didn't quite have the balls to do it. And with sketch and improv, you have a team behind you, so it's kind of impossible to fail. Or if you do fail, you fail as a group. So it's not, you know, that whole feeling like, oh, I've totally fucked up. Um, and I used to, like feel like that was my proudest thing was like oh I just show up and I make stuff up on the spot and I'm so much cooler than a stand-up comedian (laughs) and then you know years later I was like stand-up and then found that so I mean I don't know I just always knew that deep down that I was gonna have to work really hard for whatever I wanted and you know that I wasn't gonna be like a 22 year old living in LA that just got a job because I looked cute and I was okay with that from a young age. Natasha, I'm not going to lie, is the hardest working person in show business. <laughs> it's so funny. No, like every time you run into her, it's like, oh, my pilot just got bought and I'm producing this comedy show that's touring all over the world. And hey, do you want to be in this like world-renowned music video that I'm producing also? <laughs> oh, and by the way, like I just took 18 Muay Thai classes. I'm not tired. I'm killing it. Want to get a drink? Like, <laughs> it's so amazing and makes me feel like the laziest person on earth no but I mean I feel like we all don't feel like we're doing enough ever yeah and I think it's kind of one of those things to have to try and find balance is really hard but I feel like I have over the last couple of years like I definitely work my ass off 
but I definitely reward myself with time with my friends. You do. I'm really proud of you because I feel like you've kind of chilled out more and you do take time for yourself, Mm -hmm. which I think is really hard when you're a go-getter and you're trying to get a career started or going your career started a Mm -hmm. while ago. But well, sometimes you can be working really hard and here's what I've realized over the course of a couple of years. Um, you can't control like anything. (laughs) You just can't, you fucking can't control shit. Mm -hmm. And so the more that you let yourself relax into that, it's just better. Like you can work X amount of hard, but everything else just kind of has to fall into place with the other 7 billion people that live on the planet for you to actually get anything. So when I finally made my realization that I couldn't make anything happen, that I, you know, I was like, okay, what matters is my happiness in the moment. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that comes from hanging out with people that are cool So I've just let myself do that more. And then that makes you be creative and you're not spinning your wheels as much. And then you have times where you work really hard. And then you have days where you're like, it's 80 degrees and I'm going to the beach and I'm not answering my phone call. I love that. See, Natasha, I like look to my left like there was an audience. (laughs) I'm like, so Natasha. Um. (laughs) There is. There's a picture of a naked old man on my wall. I think I'm distracted by him. I want him to come hang out with us. He looks cool. Mm -hmm. He looks like he's pretty chill. He's got a cowboy hat on. He's just out there. (laughs) He's living his best life on your wall. Yeah, he's great. He's happy. (laughs) Now I lost my train of thought. Oh, God damn it. No, Natasha. Oh, you um, have invited me to go to Catalina Island with you on random Mondays. Yes. And I'm an asshole. And I'm like, I can't go because I've just been busy for some reason doing God knows what, (laughs) not taking time out the way I should with you. Yeah. But you're really good at that. Yeah. I mean, something I've made myself do over the last like year or so is I have certain times a day where I don't have my phone around for an hour. Mm -hmm. Generally, it's when I'm in Muay Thai, which is great. Um, But just not having like our careers and everything in Hollywood depends so much on social everything now, which is fine. And I get that you have to play that game, but like, we need a break. We do. How many times a day do you think you are supposed to post on social media? I try to just do one or maybe two on Instagram and then I feed them to my other channels. I agree with that. So I don't have to be the annoying person who posts different stuff on everything. And I've had to unfollow people that post six times a day. Like that's overkill people meatballs do we do we get annoyed with people (laughs) that post over six times a day I know we do I do stories all the time though because those are easy and fun and I sometimes have to go back and edit those if I'm drinking I think like everybody (laughs) is my best friend and I will look back at my story like after a couple hours and it's like 80 minutes long and I'm like oh shit no that's why Natasha (laughs) wants to she's about to start she's had podcasts before but she's about to start one where she interviews like older people in Uh bars and I feel like you'd be great you already do that on your Instagram stories I do yeah (laughs) it's very entertaining I well I'm not gonna lie I've just started posting and I know this is kind of like a dick move but I post the same stuff on my Instagram page to my Insta story along with the stories on the story Mm -hmm. that's a terrible sentence um <laughs> everybody gets it yeah though, which is gets a sad it thing because all we do now like we're so like instant gratification i don't even look at people's feed i just like click through the stories now and i just need mm-hmm. I, that's where i get all my shit yeah you guys do that mm-hmm. i do it 
I don't know. We don't have time. The thing is, I also realize I do this, and I don't know if other people do this. I sometimes don't listen to the sound. I'll just, like, look at it, like, if I'm in a crowded place. I've heard that before, and that's why people are like, you have to stop talking so much (laughs) because nobody's listening to you. And I was like, I don't care. The What's Your Jersey podcast. (laughs) That's what they're listening to. Exactly. No. No, it's true. It's sad. And I hate myself for doing it because I want to hear what people have to say obviously I showed yeah. up to your house with microphones and headphones <laughs> um but for some reason on a story I'll just like read it and like watch it but I don't listen to a lot of it which is kind of mean not you everyone no 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 and I wouldn't even take offense to that like I <laughs> I do half the time I do my stories for myself yes and it's not even because I think people should be watching them but I'm always shocked at how many people do it's great though. It's like, oh, and my grandma always watches them. Oh so God, like, I love that. she loves it because she gets to see what's going on in my life, and I'm okay with that. It, D- does she post on her page or does she? She does. She, she does. usually waits until like it's something about me. She, uh, when I was home over Christmas, she kept videoing me at the gym, just like with, <laughs> without telling me and then posting it. It took me a year to teach her how to use Instagram. So the fact that she does it now makes me so happy. It's a huge deal. <laughs> I love, see, my mom doesn't post. She mm-hmm. just stalks. She creepily stalks all yeah, of us. That's what most parents I'm do. I'm okay with. I love it. Bombshellin, follow her on Instagram. <laughs> she won't post anything. It's oh going to be a boring God. follow. <laughs> I love that. I know. <laughs> it's sad, but true. Yeah. So Natasha is a very accomplished stand-up comic, um, but also has just this sick body and works out all the time. <laughs> There's a lot of really cool like boxing photos and Muay Thai photos on your page. Mm-hmm. How did you even get into that? Um... God, it was such a weird thing. Well, we live about two blocks from our gym, which I love. And I'm a very big (laughs) lover of tight communities. Mm -hmm. If you don't know that by the fact that we like have our like little group chats and stuff that we text people on. But like, I like feeling like I have a home and like a place to go and hang out at where people don't care what it is that you do. Mm -hmm. They just care like you. They just care about you. So my gym is like that. It's What's I have been gym? Plug it's your gym. Function Five Fitness, <laughs> and Roxy is the owner of it, and she's the bomb. Oh, hi, um, Roxy! And we've met all these wonderful people at the gym, and it t- it wasn't until like a year into going to this gym that we even found out what a lot of people do. And of course, everybody is uh, artists of some kind. And so now we've started to collaborate with people in the gym and it's really cool because you shouldn't know what people do right away. I just am such a firm believer of that. Like, you know, get to know who they are first. Like, I don't care what somebody does if they suck. So, you know, it's just one of those things. It's a, it's a place that cultivates. So we've walked by this gym for so long and Justin and I both like martial arts I always was in dance like you and just into fitness and running, but I always wanted to get into some sort of combat because I just, you know, my parents were in the military. I just think badass things are badass. <laughs> and so <laughs> I, are you a military baby? I w- not technically. No. no, I was, um, my mom left before she had me. Okay. And my dad was just in the reserves when I was young. So I wasn't like traveling around or you anything on the bases. So I can't really take that credit, but, um, but my dad was in, he is still in the military for a number of years. And then, uh, yeah. So my mom just was always like super gung ho about weapons and all this stuff. And so I, I feel like you're very fearless when it comes to certain things like that. Medium. Mm-hmm. I'm medium fearless. Me- 
like that. You're like <laughs> When I was younger, I used to like try and pretend I was way more fearless than I am. But like, if I think I'm actually going to die doing something, the chances are I will not do it. Okay. But if I'm strapped in, I will do a lot more. I 100% am the same way. Like if I pr- feel protected, like if you give me a weird gun that I don't know how to use, but it's already loaded and I have like all the safety gear on, I will fire that thing like crazy. But if I'm going to, I don't want to load it. No, I don't And trust I, I don't want to be like naked shooting no, it. No. Like who does that anyway? That but <laughs> right to fake it. <laughs> or like with um, like zip lining and, and skydiving and stuff I love, but like I won't climb a slippery rock without being harnessed into something. Have you gone skydiving? Yes. You have? Mm-hmm. Was it as scary as it seems like it would be? <laughs> oh my God. My scenario. I haven't even <laughs> thought about this in so long. Oh my God. Tell us about skydiving. <laughs> Should we do it? Should the meatballs go skydiving? Meatballs and skydiving don't oh sound God. like a good combo. I'm going to cry laughing at this memory. <laughs> do it. Um, nobody's ever heard this story before, so it's actually like nice that you asked Guys, this. this is, we're breaking <laughs> grounds here. Yeah, we're breaking a story. So when I, was, uh, when I was 18, graduated high school, me and two of my girlfriends wanted to take a road trip somewhere. And we were like, we're 18, we're big girls, we're in a road trip. We went to Arkansas because my... My <laughs> my black so grandfather, terrible. I know, my black grandfather who had lived in Chicago and was a jazz musician forever, moved to Arkansas to to live on a ranch. It's <laughs> the most random shit. As most black grandpas from Chicago right. do. So him and my Polish grandma, my step-grandma, <laughs> moved onto a ranch in Arkansas, and I was like, we have to go visit them. Like, they're, like what are they even doing there? Oh my God. So we road shipped down to Arkansas, and... When we got there, we realized there was nothing to do. So we made my grandpa go buy us a bunch of beer and we sat out on his porch every night and like listened to his stories, which are the best stories in the world. And after a couple of days, me and my two friends were like, we need to do something exciting. So at the time we had to like actually look up on Bing or whatever was available, what there was to do. And we found skydiving two hours away. Okay. So we printed out MapQuest, <laughs> MapQuest directions and we drove through like this like two hour long cornfield and found it was a trailer and a guy answered in his tidy whities and his name was doc and he let us sit in his living room and watch a brief skydiving video are you kidding i'm me? not kidding and then there was a parking lot in the back of his house that inside of a shed he had a 62 cessna and we went skydiving in that all day uh, there was only room for four people in the Cessna. It was him who we were strapped to, the the pilot and the camera guy. There was a camera and guy. <laughs> the camera guy was filming us. So there, they could only take one of us up at a time. So Holy we didn't shit. get to skydive together. Who went first? Me. Of course. Because so she's just media. I went first. <laughs> <laughs> I went first and skydived out of a Cessna in like... The, the Can you pl- explain what a Cessna is? It is. It's the tiniest. Anyone who knows planes knows a Cessna, but they're the tiniest, oldest planes. I'm having from a like World War Two for you. And so I was sitting on the floor, like, like with my legs straight out in front of me, and there was a seatbelt that just went over my thighs, <laughs> and the door was to my left, and. We were we hung out there all day. My grandpa almost had two nervous breakdowns because he like can't handle, he couldn't handle it. I think any human <laughs> being couldn't handle it, <laughs> Natasha. I'm having a nervous. Br- I need a Xanax. <laughs> I can't believe we even did it, to be <laughs> honest. And then we sat in their back room of his trailer. So we were there from sun up to sundown, 
each me and my other two friends each went separately. They repacked the same shoot. Oh my God. And then like at the end of the day, this guy from the DEA showed up who was friends with like Doc. To like and bust he was like Doc and his friends. No, he was like, I just want to jump for fun. Can I squeeze in the back of the Cessna? And so we went on a fi- fourth ride where this dude, like, we were just sitting with no packs on our back with these like with these thigh seatbelts on and this dude just jumps out of the plane to do tricks and I'm like the plane is sideways and I'm like holding onto the door frame holy shit and it's open and I'm just it was like a garage door it just peeled up were you scared yeah (laughs) it doesn't seem like you were scared but when you get that high it looks like a painting and so it just feels like you're like well if I die at least it's really gorgeous on the way yeah but you don't pretty even. on the way down. The only diving people do all day is diving into a pool from like sun up to sundown. I can't imagine skydiving. I know. All it was day. the weirdest thing. That's amazing. It was the weirdest thing. I have so much respect. You're like the baddest ass person I know. <laughs> That's really cool. There are more. There are definitely more badass people. But um, then we sat in the back of his trailer and watched them make our video. It was like one big video he made for all of us, and it was just the the song "Jump" by Van Halen on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> so we have this one video. I mean, at least they were creative. Yeah, jump. <laughs> Go ahead and jump <laughs> over and over again with each of us falling out the plane. <laughs> That's exactly what the song's about, guys. <laughs> yeah. But dude, I mean, the fact that like, I don't know who shows up to a trailer in the middle of a cornfield and is like, yeah, I'll jump out of your plane. I mean, an 18 year old who <laughs> yeah. just didn't give a fuck. Yeah. That's didn't. so cool. It was the weirdest thing. Wow. You drove I you drove to Arkansas to go skydiving. Yeah. I can't believe I survived that, to be honest. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I survived that story without passing out. <laughs> Jesus. That's great, though. That's amazing. Well, you, you're, you're a professional skydiver. Um, and <laughs> you do Muay Thai. Do you have any advice for my listeners about staying fit? Because I feel like you have a very good balance of, like, Letting yourself eat what you want, working out, like letting yourself drink, but also like just tell us like what your deal is, what your regimen is. Um, I just don't put any restrictions on myself, um, which sounds like easier said than done. But I feel like Hollywood is the land of crash diets. So it's like, oh, I'll eat a whole pizza and then tomorrow I'm just going to drink water. And like mm-hmm. you can't do that. You know, you just have to. You know, if you want pizza, eat a slice. Don't eat a whole pizza. That's so much easier said than done, Natasha. It, it <laughs> is, but I think you just, I don't know. I just got used to. You just, just get used to I it because you know it'll always be there. I think that's mm-hmm. what you have to think about. Like, yes, this whole pizza would be great, but like I can eat another slice in like a few days. Yeah. <laughs> and, and just like putting, whenever I put things in my body that feel good, I, you know, I feel like I function so much better. So whenever I'm going to eat something bad, I know I'm not going to feel that great the next day I feel like the older you get the worse you feel too true yeah (laughs) it's a thing I can't do like I had McDonald's like a couple years ago for the first time and was like sick for a week and then I was like okay you're like I'm out just not gonna have that (laughs) anymore doing but alcohol I can I can do great with me too (laughs) it's you know I I think I function better with it I do I do too but just steadily steadily buzz they're called HFAs what's that High, high functioning alcoholics perfect and technically everybody I know is one (laughs) so if you're listening to this you're probably one too yeah so salute (laughs) do you think that's what Jabril Peppers was doing before the combine (laughs) calling it back (laughs) 
<laughs> no, Jabril Peppers. We just read this. Um, there's the NFL draft on Thursday, I mm-hmm. think, uh, which is when this podcast will come out. Um, this is another thing. Uh, just enough tidbit. Um, Jabril Peppers. He had a diluted urine sample, which means they think he's masking either drugs or alcohol or stimulants or something. And they said that he drank like eight to ten bottles of like water like 16 ounce bottles of water. i think that doesn't that technically make you drown i know like <laughs> how did he go through a combine can't first you, of all yeah can't you hurt yourself if you drink that much water right? i feel like that's a hazing thing that they outlawed that is a hazing thing they outlawed they, they didn't make us drink a ton of water when i was getting hazed oh yeah. i can't imagine Were, you weren't in a sorority right? no no <laughs> <laughs> don't strike me as that's a where you and type. i are different we that's are a, different. like the only way <laughs> <I know. laughs> I know. I'm okay with it. <laughs> I'm too. I'm fine. <laughs> My cousins were both in sorority, so I don't judge. Exactly. But <clears throat> I just like people, and I like being a part of something, and I like organizing things. Yeah, that makes sense. I was recruitment chair in my sorority, and I feel like I'm good at that here. Like, I like just getting people together and, like, introducing yes. people. Yeah. That was my thing. Yeah, that's very you. I should have been in PR. That's <laughs> Guys. We all could have done a lot of different things, but we made a choice. We made a choice, and our choice <laughs> was comedy, stuck. and that's how Natasha and I met. I know. I was trying to think of like the first time we ever met, and I couldn't remember. I feel like it would have had to have been at the comedy store, probably, probably um, on the patio, because I used to, I used to hang out there all the time. Me too. When I was younger, <laughs> Me so too. it had to have been there. And that's kind of where we started meeting like our women friends in comedy. Not to put that, not to put a category on that. I have a lot of man friends in comedy too. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's where I started kind of collecting my ladies. We collect ladies. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or we try. We try. (laughs) Yeah. Now I feel like we collected the ladies and we're stuck with the ones we like. And I'm kind of like over meeting new ladies. Yep. Yes, yeah. I'm full. Yeah, I'm o- I'm about like quality, not quantity right now, Me too. which I feel like maybe 10 years ago was the opposite. Right. You know, well, and also like here's a thing that I've learned about myself. Mm. I used to be really good at remembering people's names. <laughs> And now every white man looks like the same person to me. Like I can't, my brain can't take any more information and I can't control what it remembers. And I'm sure that just gets worse over time. But like I've met the same couple of like white dudes in comedy a couple of times and I feel like an asshole and I don't remember their names, but they all look the same to me now. Do you think they think that about all of us? Because I feel like we all look very different. I think we all look very different too. And I'm sure none of them look the same either, but... Like white men, you guys have to do something different. Something needs to change. <laughs> the like, same flannel shirt. I know. Uh. Like I and the and facial hairs and all that stuff. There's I'm like, always a five o'clock shadow. That yeah, They're I just always the G star like jeans. Certain some things I just can't handle. Ta- I I can't keep track anymore. I know. That's yeah, a, we should be stylists. Too, apparently, <laughs> right. apparently, that's what we should do. Wait, I want to hear. I don't even think I talked to you about the last tour you went on. Can you tell the meatballs and I where you went? The Virgin Islands yeah. tour. She went on a tour <laughs> in the Virgin Islands. Well, sometimes I just want to go places and I just make a tour there. I think that's what we should all do. Well, my first like, before. I wouldn't even say that comedy is my first love. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my first love above all things is like a good connection with people. So that infuses like comedy, which is my career and traveling, which is a hobby and just like 
chatting with people, which is also, I guess, a hobby or yeah. just like a survival mechanism. Um, so anytime I can like make all those things happen in one, I feel like that's like the best possible world. So uh, anytime I can travel and drink beer and go with a friend and go somewhere that I've been wanting to go and do comedy, I'm like, that's an orgasm for me. That's it. <laughs> do you know laughter is, um, it's a facial orgasm. That's what they say. Really? Yeah. It's an that orgasm in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what we're giving people orga- <clears throat> multiple orgasms on the daily. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> And so we, yeah, I had brought a friend and I set up a comedy tour there. I had one of my closest friends from Chicago had moved to the Virgin Islands and I had an affinity with the place. That's where I had met my ex-boyfriend. And the reason I got into comedy was how terrible he was. The reason I got into stand-up, I should say. Okay. Um, So it felt... Because tragedy plus time equals comedy. Seriously, (laughs) for real. And so, uh, yeah. So I just wanted to go back there and kind of conquer it and like laugh with people that were local it's hard to travel and do comedy because not every space or audience needs it the same way yeah big cities I feel like it's great um islands can be different because islands like people there are happy already (laughs) like for real (laughs) like people live on boats and see beautiful weather every day and like just have like her life when she moved there was just really really great she's just happy every day so the fact that people don't have comedy makes sense because like they're like we don't need they don't need it they don't need that outlet no they have every other possible outlet that like gives endorphins but I did the comedy tour there and it was really fun and then like what kind of jokes would you do for them I still did the same but I would try to like open with something we would try to open with something kind of local we would do banter with each other and like talk about our experiences because we performed at casinos and then we performed at like high-end you know yacht club and then you know we've performed a lot of different types of places um so depending on where it was, you know, you just had to kind of feel out your audience. Which is the case whenever you're Whenever, yeah. yeah. And and you've gone overseas and you've gone to Europe and that was like your favorite trip ever. Yeah, and so amazing. You guys know that. Yeah. And so it's just kind of one of those things where you're like, all right, well, I just have to make the best of making humor happen here. <laughs> and either way it's a good exercise for you it's cha- it's a challenge up. yeah and it's fun though and you know then I went back to the Virgin Islands and visited her just for fun in January and what's so great about it is everybody remembered me as the comic but nobody cares like nobody was asking me about my life here no one gives a shit no nobody gives a shit you sit next to them and you drink beer and you laugh about like other mundane things and it's so great I love and that's how you actually get material to bring back yeah for real (laughs) you experience life if you're not experiencing life and you're just constantly like on the grind in the scene yeah like what's the point not everything is about comedy but if you if you do experience enough you'll just get the comedy Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So it was kind of nice to do both sides of it. That's cool. I find whenever I leave Los Angeles, not that I hate Los Angeles, you just need to tap out and take a break. A hundred percent. It's like I need to get out of here. I need to just like be amongst regular every day, all ages, all sizes, all different backgrounds. Like, I mean, we do have a lot of backgrounds here. It is kind of it's a melting pot in Los Angeles, but we're all grinding, trying to accomplish a similar thing. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody, you know, it just gets that's what gets tiring, I think, is just having to always have those conversations about and you don't even necessarily want to. But like people are always asking you about what you're up to, either because they're interested or because 
they want to tell you what they're up to. And so it's usually the second one, guys. Yeah, it usually <laughs> is. So what are you up to anyway? So I'm doing that. Like people are just, I don't know. It's funny now too, because I feel like what, like people do ask like what you're up to, but now it's turned into what shows are you streaming on Netflix? Uh, like seriously, people, like, now they like <laughs> want to know what you're watching. <laughs> exactly. And they start like judging you on that. And somehow that transitions into like, so what are you working on? Oh my gosh. <laughs> But I'm what's guilty of it too. What's honestly funny though is like the every time I'm feeling that urge like oh I need to get out of LA, I'll go to another city and I'll love it for like 2 days and then I'll meet like one asshole and then I'm like fuck that city and then I'm like I can't wait to get back to LA. <laughs> so like there are assholes everywhere yeah. is basically what we're saying. So like so. what are you streaming on Netflix? <laughs> what am I streaming? No, um, you don't have to talk about it. Or my actual current show that I'm crazy about is Legion on FX. Ooh, tell us about Legion. I've never seen Legion. You haven't seen Legion? No, um, this is not a sponsored post. It's meatballs. really difficult to actually even describe it without you seeing it because it's bizarre. Okay, um, I like bizarre. I like weird. If you could take like the strangest... Um, uh, how would you even say this? I need to like look up their log line really quick. Uh, <laughs> we can pause it. Um, Do you want to look it no, up? No, no, um, <laughs> But it's it's a man with superhero abilities okay. who doesn't know that. They think that he's crazy. So he's basically lived his entire life in a in a mental hospital until the today's the day situation where it's a pilot episode and he's like these powers are coming out and nobody really knows that that's what they are. So it's disjointed and it's schizo feeling, but it's so well done and it's weird. I like that. And it's, yeah, it's very, it's very, very different than anything I've ever seen. I think that's why I like it. It sounds like a cool version of Limitless. Kind of. Yeah. yeah but he doesn't know himself yet. And I'm only in episode like six or seven. Okay. But um, yeah, it's really, really good and, and very unique. I'm going to check that out. You have to. The guy I'm dating and I we've picked up shows to like watch together that's like a fun thing to do on Sunday nights and we were I made him watch girls <laughs> I still haven't it's you I watched mean, girls I, I had just been watching a it terrible girl from, no you're not <laughs> you're not you're you are a girl you've lived it you uh-huh. don't need to watch it I love the series but I made him watch the last two episodes and then I got him into Big Little Lies and Crashing we were doing like the HBO Sunday night lineup and now all wow. those are done so we're looking for like a new binge watch series. So Legion. That would be a good one. And what's cool about FX that I really like is they give their creators kind of leeway on time. So some episodes are 40 minutes and some are an hour and 20. Mm-hmm. So it, you just kind of, you get exactly what you need out of each episode. Yeah, which there's I no like. time restriction. They're not trying to like add filler. Yeah, which Nothing. is not, it feel, it's like a movie. Each one, wh- when you think about it, you have an hour and 20 minute episode. That's a movie every episode. That's, That's insane. A movie. That's like American Heart. I loved, I mean, you guys know I'm obsessed with my best friend, Lady Gaga. Um <laughs> Um, <laughs> Stephanie Germanata. Uh, <laughs> and I loved her season of American Horror Story. I know a lot of people feel differently, but it did feel kind of the same way. Like I was watching a mini movie for each episode. Yeah. And I like stuff like that. And I, you I like know. it a little creepy, a little off. <laughs> Me too. And that's what you'll like Legion for that. Yes. It's definitely got a cr- like creepy elements to it. It's that's very, amazing. very... It's challenging to watch right before bed, but I do it all the time. And then my dreams are really cool. So just make sure to keep a notebook by your bed. So you perfect when you dream up your feature film, you can write it down. I need that. <laughs> I usually dream it up when I'm working out, though. Unfortunately, right? I know. That's what the f- 
Something I, about sweaty bodies makes you really creative. 100% <laughs> running when I'm running down sunset, which is not something you should do. <laughs> I, don't, I don't recommend it, but I do it anyway. I feel like our jersey, and I'm doing quotes in the air with my fingers, is like a yoga pant and like a sports bra. Yeah. Natasha, like yeah. I feel like we, we connect on that. Totally. Um, and she had me wear yoga pants and a sports bra in <laughs> one of her videos, which just got accepted into a festival. Wait, tell us about it. What festival? Well, so this, so, th- um, yeah, Jacqueline was like lovely enough to come be in this video and she, it's, it's making fun of yoga. I don't hate yoga, but I, I like, um, I'm much more of like an intense workout person. Uh, every once in a while I'll do yoga So I was presented with this song by somebody else who created it. And they were like, we want to make a fun video for this. So we want you to do it. And um, Jacqueline was in it and it made it into a Portland festival. And here it made into a festival. Um, I didn't go to the one in Portland, but now it just made it into the Cayman Islands Film Festival. And so I'm going to that one. You're going? Yeah, I'm going. Oh, my God. When is that? It's in June, June 30th through July 3rd. I love it. Anyone who lives in the Cayman Islands that's listening, you should go check it out. Well, and any excuse to go somewhere for business and pleasure, of course, like I said, I will do. So I got accepted and I was like, I'm coming. I want to go like hang out with all these fun creators who also want to go to an island. Yeah. And Cuba is right above the Cayman Islands. So I want to hit Cuba on the way down or up and go smoke some Cuban cigars. Cuba is very on trend right now. I totally <laughs> am all about trends, <laughs> especially when it comes to uh, being able to actually travel somewhere we couldn't forever. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's why it's on trend right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> that and like when, when things like that open up, like, Everyone's saying go to Cuba now before Americans ruin it, which we do, <laughs> which we we're ruin going a lot of to. Shit. We're going to ruin Cuba. So please try to ruin Cuba really slowly so I can go there and experience it for actual Cuba. I want you to. I, I love the cars that they have in Cuba. The taxis, all How the different cool. colors. They're so cool. They're so classic. They're so different. Can you please do a lot of like social media things? Oh, I on, will. In I mean, all I'll the try. cars. I think you need to do a cool photo. Is Justin going with you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Justin is Natasha's awesome photographer boyfriend. Yeah. You guys need to do. <laughs> we'll have to do. Cuban shoots. Well, and that's what's what's great about it is everybody is like, it feels like you're transported to this other time, yes. which, you know, if you can't actually time travel, you might as well go to Cuba. <laughs> <laughs> It's the next best thing. It's the next best thing. No, Natasha had myself and there was a bunch of other female comedians. Um, The one I was closest with was Dana Dana. Moon, (laughs) who is one of the funniest. She's just, Dana will just do anything and is just hilarious. Like Mm -hmm. she's just very uninhibited with her body and (laughs) just making a fool of herself. And between you stuffing like bushels I don't even know if that's a word of <laughs> bushels of kale just like just going for it and us like we're all meditating but doing like weird shit and saying dumb things and just being ridiculous <laughs> it ended up being a really funny video I love it it's so weird and I like when I like not looking pretty is that because you're so pretty? It doesn't matter. No, I just I no, feel like only pretty people say that. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> For real, like one of the best compliments I've ever gotten in my life was from a director at Second City like 10 years ago. He was like, for such a pretty girl, you make disgusting faces. And I was like, <laughs> thank you. Yay. Because that's why you do comedy. And, and sometimes relatable. my boyfriend even looks at me and he's like, oh, 
Like, <laughs> that stop I make it. horrible faces. Stop. Like, Do you guys not- have, like, a pact between you that, like... I don't know, because certain when you're a comedian, you have to do certain things that like are probably unattractive, or like say oh, yeah. say certain stories that like would maybe turn a guy off. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't have any sort of pact. He's okay. never restricted my creativity. That's amazing. Um, you know, if he doesn't like something that I do on stage, it's rare that he does not like something. Yeah, because I don't really take the approach of like trying to hurt somebody. No. So, yeah, he's never done that. Thank God. I know that would be an, well. You probably wouldn't be together if he yeah. was trying to. My ex used to start fights with me before I had really big shows okay. to try and like ruin my energy. And wow, that he sounds sucked. great. Why aren't you guys still yeah, dating? I don't know what happened there. <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> but it would just give me more gusto to like try and do a good job or to try to be nice or something. You know, I find and it's sad, like when I'm like really happy and nothing's wrong, like it's, it's hard to do a good it's show. It's hard to have a good show. I almost need somebody to be a complete dick. And then yeah. I can and then I have to like find it in myself to be like, well, you have to it's your job to make these people like life again. Yes. <laughs> and like you well, feel like a, a hero, but you're not. <laughs> Wait, we're not solving like world hunger you know, with a microphone I hate in to our say mouth, it, but we're just not. We're not. <laughs> we're really not. We're helping people burn calories through laughter. Exactly. We're, 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 it's an ab <laughs> And get laid and yeah. uh, kind of more basic things that make you a better basic human happy needs. person. <laughs> yeah, we're burning calories. We're getting you good sex. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, on stage, I talk about what not to do. That's yeah. awkward during sex. Yeah. I'm helping people out. Exactly. It's fine. You're learning through <laughs> my misfortunes. Yeah. Thank you for doing those. So we You're know welcome. how to better, better construct our lives. I mean, to each his own. Like, I don't know. Maybe certain people like what I don't like. That's whatever. There's some weirdos out there. <laughs> I'll <laughs> just say that. There's <laughs> a person for everyone. Exactly. <laughs> Everybody's got their penguin. No, I agree with that. I want to know what you were like um, as a little girl, like what little Natasha growing up in Wisconsin was like. And are you like that now? Like, do you think you've kept a lot of those qualities? Okay. um, Well, if I may plug uh, Mosaic Church for a moment. Uh, I love Mosaic. Thank you. We almost went there on Sunday. I just, I was just there on Sunday and it's funny, our pastor was talking about, um, growing up and how like people say oh you've changed and he's like I hope so I mean I would hope I've changed otherwise I've learned nothing and so yes I've I've changed wildly since I was young Mm -hmm. but I've kept um the same essence of who I was I, I used to be a lot wackier a lot weirder when I was young I was I played my nose in my in my <laughs> in my youth group I played my nose sorry what I carved statues out of out of carrots. I used to do weird stuff that was funny, like before you were allowed to swear and drink beer. And then like your humor had to change over time. And then, you know, yeah, that's kind of how that went down. I've always been funny, but in different regards. I think that's (laughs) what makes you who you are, though. It does. Like, what did you do as young Jacqueline? Like, what was your... I was annoying. I... (laughs) I was the worst. I never, like, it wasn't like I ever needed to be, like, the center of attention. I wasn't, like, doing cartwheels and flips and just trying to, like, make jokes and For sure. do that. I just fiercely loved performing. Mm-hmm. So I would force people to 
like let me have performances at weird like not appropriate times yeah <laughs> like I would just bring my like tape recorder around with me and be like there's gonna be a show now <laughs> and just oh my like, god I did the same thing yeah with like a little one of those little pocket tape recorders yeah <laughs> I think I had a new kids on the block one. Oh, of course you did <laughs> Oh my God, new kids! One and of, look at me now. <laughs> in my in my gym class, we did like this alternate gym class one year. They offered like bowling and relaxation as a gym class. What? I don't know. Trust That's me, weird. it was like uh, great. And we were allowed to make up a dance, and me and my three like stoner friends <laughs> made up a dance. New kids on the block, and it was so bad and ugly. <laughs> and I remember it to this day. It was with me and Lindsay Bundy and Sean Reddy and Kyle Moen. And if any of them listen to this, they'll totally know what dance I'm talking about. Was it hanging tough? Yes! (laughs) Was it hanging tough? And we were like, when they go, oh, we just actually made O's with our body and just like like (laughs) made weird faces. It was just dumbest. And no one thought you were high. That's so weird. Oh, man. It was so funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> I kind of want to reenact that. I know. I I'll, I remember the entire thing, and I could show it to you later. But I think you should, oh and I want to learn it. I want you to teach me it. I I used you to teach do- all my friends. I would like. <laughs> I would like make them come over. I would force my friends to come over, and I'd be like, "It's dance class time," and I would <laughs> teach. Oh my god, we would have hung out every day. <laughs> We would have had like a closet dance business. <laughs> I think I charged my friends at one point. I, I think I tried to Did convince you really? one of my girlfriends like this is what we're going to do. It's so Jersey of you to I like <laughs> turn it into a business. <laughs> <laughs> only cash. Yeah. <laughs> cash yep. only. <laughs> oh my God. I know. I did do that. Yeah. So I guess in that sense, like doing stand up is forcing people to watch me on It stage. is. It's just a more elevated, later, older, more wise version of the same shit. It is. But it sounds like you were, like, really funny and wacky as a kid. I don't think I was, like, super, like, wacky or funny. I was always kind of, like, girly with, like, an athletic edge. Yeah. I mean, it was just a – it was a lot of mix of things. Um, I think I was scared of being funny when I was younger because I was kind of, like, a brown noser, too. Okay. I, I, I was a straight-A student, and I always, like, wanted to get straight A's. But when then I realized that, like, a lot of people that had good grades weren't, like, cool, I had to, like – balance that with being weird I like that so that's like the perfect child without realizing it I well I mean I guess so if your perfect child gets three underage drinking tickets by the time (laughs) they're 17 then yes (laughs) I love this Um, this is what makes you relatable but these are like honest you know I don't know I mean everybody's kind of trying to figure out who they are when they're younger I but still like, am, I, so. Yeah, I don't know. And then you're like 90 and on your deathbed and you're like, who am I? And then <laughs> you take your no. last breath. Hopefully I'll make it that long. But the nice, the one thing that I did do that kind of like parlayed into my adult life of comedy was um, starting in freshman year of high school or starting before that, I went, I was student ambassador for Europe. Oh. So I was a student ambassador in Spain, France, and Italy. Is that why you went to all those places? I saw, I stalked your Facebook page and I saw all the places you checked in at. Why I went there later. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So I was 14 and I went to this program and we were in Europe for a month or a little bit over a month and we had to keep a journal the whole time. And I kept a journal. I was kind of getting known by every roommate I'd have every night. Uh, That fact that I would stay up for like two hours in journal and people were like, Natasha's journal is like crazy intense. So halfway through the trip, the chaperones read my journal and I almost got booted off the trip because 
I was talking about like the funny conversations I'd have and like language barriers and stuff that was like interpersonal. Yeah. I wasn't talking about like sculptures and buildings because I was 14. Like who gives a shit about a building? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Apparently not you. No. I mean like you look at a piece of art and you'd be like, that's cool. Yeah. Mona Lisa's like very small. Let's you make know. fun of it. <laughs> you know, but it was more like the funny stuff that would happen to it's us. It's like you were starting your stand-up career without even realizing it. Kind of. And so my my excerpts were like 10 pages each. And then halfway through, I, I had to sit in front of the chaperones and like justify my, my place there Yeah. at that age. And I was like, well, this is what matters to me. And this is my point of view. So you have to let me experience this place for what I'm experiencing it. And then they like, let me stay. And my journal got even better. And then I kept them going. So I got known for my, my Natasha's books of thoughts <laughs> in high school. And Did I would publish them. Was this like the burn this book? Is, this is what I'm going to publish eventually. I already have it all planned out. I've been writing all these since I was 14. That's amazing. So I have um, like stories and excerpts and funny quotes and moments and like party stories starting at that age. And I started drinking at age 15. So, <laughs> so they, got they just better. got better and better. They got and better. more fun. Exactly. I'm so sorry. I just looked over again at our naked friend. I know. Had. He's our audience. I was like, can you believe this? He, he looks like <laughs> we have this picture on our wall. It looks like Bill Murray in like underwear and a cowboy hat. But it's not Bill Murray. And it was no. $3 at Goodwill. That, wow. Yeah. I thought Justin like shot that. Nope. It's that's very artsy. Straight out of Goodwill. Love that. <laughs> I want to read this book now. Can you publish it now, please? I know. I have them in a fireproof safe, like right underneath my desk. Of course you do. Because <laughs> you're like type A and you have all that shit on lockdown. So weird. <laughs> but so I have everything that ever happened that I thought was like really life altering written in there. And it's been good because I actually can go back and read excerpts and say okay I still have the same essence about me but what I think is funny now versus what I think is funny then are different but like farts are still funny you know farts will always be funny <laughs> they'll always be funny no. so and then like the different smart smarts the different fart smells yeah a smart that's what a, a smart a sm a f I well can't that's do what it. happens when you get more adult is they become smart <laughs> they become smart <laughs> It's true though. I is there a different kind of humor like where you were from like when you moved out to I feel like Chicago and Wisconsin probably have like a similar type of cadence and humor mm -hmm. but like moving to LA and doing comedy like did you bring your sense of humor from there? I tried my best. Um I think I still I still try to maintain my Midwest ideals. Okay. Um I feel like I could never change that. I can never change my viewpoint of how I look at the world because that's where I'm from. And that's like what's stuck in your head. And that you have to feel the same way about the East Coast 100%. and about Jersey. Yeah. Like you'll never change that. I'll always be sassy. Mm -hmm. and exactly. I nanny for kids and they call me sassy Jackie. That's awesome. And I don't try to be sassy. And you're such a nice person. Like you're not. <laughs> but that's like an essence that you'll always have. It's just it. And so that's kind of that's kind of something you innately should have with you no matter what, especially if you're in an artistic field. Cause otherwise what you're, you can't change that. Otherwise you change what your, what your viewpoint is and then you're not you anymore. Then like, who are you? It yeah. is kind of weird though. And I, I, you've acted and you've done acting. Mm -hmm. 
I have too. I st- I grew up studying theater and acting, and it yeah. was always about tra- like changing into different characters and stuff. And so I find the difference with stand up is like we're writing our own material and being ourselves. Whereas when I'm acting, granted, I'm bringing my life experiences and emotions from my life in it, mm-hmm. but it's a different character. So that's something that like is a flip. Yeah, and it. But I I've always enjoyed that. I mean, p- part of what makes you so special as an actor as well is the fact that you get to be you you're still you under that yeah you know I don't know I've never I've never been into like dramas and stuff for that reason like I don't oh, know I have I, I dive deep it's <laughs> <laughs> a thing I like kind of more I don't know it depends I mean it just depends on the, the so character. Natasha just wrote a pilot uh-huh. Yes. And I, I just want to know, did you write like characters for yourself to play? Like, how was that process for you? Yes. Yes. Good um, girl. I That's based, what you should do. Based one of the main characters on myself. Okay. Um, A very, very obscure version of myself. But, you know, as it goes with your creations, you always have to be okay with potential changes. Mm-hmm. Um, So we'll see what happens. <laughs> I was actually I haven't talked about this on the podcast yet I was cast in a pilot yay and it was great and it was exciting and there was like huge people attached to it and I went to like the first reading at the studio and was so excited they were also doing like a live staged reading like a month later for like all the executives and everything and the character I was playing she was the only like white female it was about like this hospital that was kind of in the ghetto and like my character was like this well-to-do like you know naive white girl like whatever and like I read it and I was just kind of like I feel like I don't come off like that <laughs> like yeah. if you guys I don't know if you guys know what I look like I don't really look like this like white bread like I don't either all American like I don't have blonde hair blue eyes light skin like I could play like Persian I could play Mexican I could play Italian like I just I'm more you know I'm tan and ethnic looking yeah and they I got a call no I got emails from the producers and like the entertainment lawyers right before they did their live stage reading being like we went in a different direction creatively and that happens all the time all the time all the time and that's why you can't take anything personal in this no. town I had a little pity party for like a good hour I cried <laughs> hysterically uh, I was like why is nothing working but here's what I say and like here's what I say to you and to other people too you'd rather them go with somebody else mm-hmm. than be the person who gets cast as that and then have it not feel right and be the whipping post exactly (laughs) everyone talk shit so then they posted all the like advertisements and flyers and it had the girl's picture that replaced me and she looked like she was you know like 18 creamy like light skin blonde hair blue eyed and I'm like that's not what they want like I'm not what they want yeah it wasn't you at all yeah and it's you know that's what casting is I the best thing in the world to do when you move here is to like get to understand that you can't control any of that shit (laughs) no (laughs) and a great exercise if anyone is an actor or trying to pursue a career in performing is to try to get on the other side of the table every now and then and sit through a casting because it really helps you realize oh you can't take anything personally and when it when someone fits in a role they fit and that's it and it shouldn't I mean egos obviously get involved but yeah 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 it's it's hard to separate yourself like that but like every audition you go on you just have to be like well 
they're either, you know, they're either going to like me or they're going to like somebody else. Exactly. So it doesn't really matter. Do you find you have to tone down? Like you don't really have that thick of an accent, but like I definitely know you're from the Midwest when you talk. Like, do you ever change it up when you're in an audition? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I tend to actually. <laughs> do people call you out on it? No, nobody. Nobody can really put a finger on my accent you don't really have one either considering you're from jersey i know oh listen to you you even got a little jersey when you said i jersey. can do jersey really well i'm so i'm gonna make you do it at the end no of no this. no don't i am oh i am girlfriend <laughs> i i think I it's sound because like a of jersey. my cousin Vinny. i've watched it so many <gasps> times <laughs> I, guys, I'm sorry I just screamed in your ear. That's like one of my all-time favorite movies. That's one of the reasons why I wanted to become an actress. Are you kidding me? That's it. She's I, incredible. I almost just posted a scene from My Cousin Vinny, like Ugh. a short video on so good. my Insta, and now I'm going to post it and tag you in it. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> With the little dear lips. Down bam, a fucking bullet. that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she is like incredible <laughs> no wonder she had a great career someone told me recently though you know how like la la land they announced the wrong movie for best picture someone told me that sh they announced the wrong best supporting actress winner and for her and she wasn't supposed to win the oscar oh what I, yeah i haven't researched that that in-depthly obviously or i would know the answer but supposedly that's only i think it happened that time and then one other time in history. Dang. I know. And then people got fired out back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and shot. Executed, <laughs> Probably executed. Style. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Big epic fail. Yeah. No. I love. Wait, you love that movie? I love that movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> Pause like, attraction. <laughs> <laughs> That car didn't have pause attraction. <laughs> okay, you still sound like from. <laughs> you know, that was like a Jersey, Wisconsin. I yeah. love it. That's amazing. Um, okay, which Jersey would you rather wear? A Cubs jersey or a Green Bay Packers jersey? Green Bay Packers, for sure. <laughs> for sure, for sure, for sure. That's like in my soul. That's, it, that's there. Mm -hmm. What was the first Green Bay Packers game you ever went to? I actually haven't physically been <gasps> to a Green Bay Packers game. Somebody please take me. Justin, if you're listening, take Natasha to a game. I've gotten offered tickets, but they've been for like January 3rd no, or like you. the worst. I, I just, hi people, but I'm not, I understand where I'm from and it's cold. <laughs> And I'm not gonna sit. I can sit in a comfortable living room and enjoy the game just as much. Wearing your your fav. Mm -hmm. I always say his name wrong. Favre. 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 Wearing my Favre jerseys. Favre. Favre. Is that it? No, that's <laughs> not it, Jacqueline. Yeah, I I respect that. I yeah. Mean, it's weird though because it's not as cold in Jersey. Like I grew up. I've told this story on this podcast, um, going to New York Giants games. We had season tickets mm -hmm. and we would have to like wear like hand warmers and you oh, know, feet all the warmer, gear, all the gear, all the layers. But I don't think it would it wouldn't get as cold as it would have for you in Wisconsin. It gets so cold up there. I don't know how you deal with it. I think that's why not everyone in the United States lives in Chicago. I, I think that's <laughs> probably why. And the fact that like. When you lived in Chicago, my last year, everybody will remember this, but they called it Snowmageddon. It was in 2011. Okay. And we had this terrible blizzard and they, like everyone on the news was like, don't, don't drive on Lakeshore Drive. Lakeshore Drive was like the PCH of here. Yeah. My best friend lives on Lakeshore Drive. Yeah. And I lived right off of it and they were like the, the wind and the hail and the snow and the drifts and like, don't do it. 
and everybody did it <laughs> and everybody got stuck. There were like hundreds of cars that had to be abandoned on Lakeshore. And what do you do? And like they shut down the city for like two or three days. And by that, I mean, most like regular businesses were shut down. I had my improv shows and I was bartending right across from there at like in Old Town in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So I had Second City and then I bartended across the street. And uh, I didn't have to go into work. They just had people that were like close by or the bar owner come in. So we just had like a three-day adult recess. And so I went to CVS and got a sled. And I was taking people on sled rides by my body. I was attaching the sled to my (laughs) body and pulling them from bar to bar in my neighborhood. And then we were like getting drunk together. And I would like roll out the sled and I would just pull people. And like we just had a heyday with it. And I put on snowshoes one day and like walked two miles and went bar hopping with my other friend. Like it was like a tundra trek to bars. It was really cool. That's phenomenal. Yeah. Wait, I wish it snowed here now. I, I want to do that here. How can we do that here? How can we make that happen? Um, it's called earthquakes. <laughs> <laughs> and then you fall into the earth. Yeah. But you're drunk, so you're happy. Here people are so finicky though, because like today it was really, really windy. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, that's like what everybody will be like, oh, a big storm is coming. And I'm like, you mean fucking wind? Wind? Like, it's <laughs> not a storm. It's not a tornado. <laughs> You're yeah, going to be fine. Yeah, you can walk. If you can walk, you're fine. Oh, God. The rain. When it rains here, it's like everything shuts down. I remember being called by my family, and they were like, it's going to storm really bad. It's like the storm of the century there. Are you guys okay? I'm like, it's rain. <laughs> it's rain. There's no electricity in the sky. There's no thunder here ever or lightning. It's like, like did you guys forget where we're from? <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> I was in the snowstorms with you. It's such a joke. But then, you know, there are bad weather things, bad earth things that can happen here. Yeah. But, like, let's please stop calling wind and rain storms. <laughs> Those aren't storms. It's just weather. <laughs> it's just weather, guys. It's just a weather thing. Yeah. So before we wrap things up, I just have a few fun things for you to do. Okay. okay. Let's do it. First, we have, I have two questions. I feel like we could do two questions per podcast. Okay. So this week, uh, these are totally random. Our first one is from Roger Bolton, and he would like to know if we prefer Five Guys or In-N-Out Burgers. I'm a Five Guys person. <laughs> Guys, she just looked so excited about this. There was a Five Guys in Chicago, and I remember it was right on the corner of, like, Clark and Fullerton. And when it opened up, or when I first found out about it, whichever came first, I was like, what's Five Guys all about? There's Five Guys. and Like, I was very intrigued by the name. I don't know why. And I (laughs) became obsessed with it. And then there's one down the street here. Is there? Yeah. Wait, is that on Santa Monica? No, it's right here on Wilshire. It's literally Mm -hmm. right here. Like a couple blocks away. The only time I've ever had five guys was after seeing Kanye West at Coachella. (laughs) And that was like one of the most magical concerts I'd ever have, probably because we were really sober. Um. (laughs) And because he's a Kardashian. (laughs) He is now a Kardashian. (laughs) No, we had the entire American Ballet Theater on stage with him at Coachella. Like it was Point Ballerinas and Kanye. (laughs) Wow. It was pretty ridiculous. He is very artistic. I have to give him that. I appreciate that. He's pretty baller. Being a Chi-Town girl, do you appreciate Kanye as much as everyone? Yeah, I do. Like I I don't have, if somebody is like known for being a dick, but they like tell everybody that they're a dick and they just want things the way they want them, I don't have any problems with that. Yes. That's fine. So 
I've never had a problem with Honey him. He knows what he wants. <laughs> I never, I never, I don't mind him at all. I didn't mind him. I feel bad about the mental break that just happened. That sucks. Yeah. But I think he's back to normal. I think he's good. Yeah. I mean, that has to happen to people more often than we even know about it. Exactly. That's a lot of shit to have to deal with. It's a lot. The pair. I just watched, did you watch, I don't even know if you watched the Kardashians. They just showed the episode like leading up to the Paris events. Yeah. So <laughs> I, d- I don't, I don't watch it. Okay. I, this was the first time I ever watched it was I was on the flight back from Boston last weekend mm-hmm. and it was a six hour flight and every movie was eight bucks. And I was like, rather than spend $8 movie price three times, I'm just going to watch the free E show. And I watched the Kardashians and I got the first like four episodes of that season. It's aggressive. And I was and I actually told my boyfriend when I landed, I was like, I felt feelings watching it. (laughs) I don't know how I started crying. No, I know. And I did, too. And I was like, either they are geniuses and they just have figured out how to pull people's heartstrings Mm -hmm. or this was actually something. This is actually something really shitty, though. I mean, that would be very, very awful to go through. It's terrifying. I my brother and I, we were (laughs) in a we, it was right before Easter and we were, we, our parents were still getting ready. So we were like watching TV and the Kardashians came on and I was like, I think you're actually going to like this episode because m- my dad and my brother are like, fuck that. Like mm-hmm. turn it off. Like we don't want to watch it. And he was into it because it's there's something about the, so leading up to the Paris robbery with Kim, they show like time codes of like everything they did leading up to it. And it's just I think when anything terrifying happens to you or like a bad event happens to you, you think about the moments before. Yeah. Or like, were there signs? Like, how could I have prevented this? Yep. And it's just crazy watching that. Well, and I don't, I, I truly, truly am one of those people that I'm like, nobody deserves to be fucked with. I just don't, I don't care if anybody has money or you're annoyed by their sisters or their fame or whatever. Like, no, I, it's just awful to it have to disgusting. deal with a, a moment like that. And so I, I really do. I really did watch that. And I was like, oh, my God. It really did. And I can't believe I'm even about to say this. It really humanized Kim Kardashian for yes, me. Yes, it did. And then they showed the footage of her, like, seeing her kids for the first time. And, like, they don't know anything happened. And I, I looked at my brother and I was like, when those kids are old enough to watch this and comprehend it, this is going to be, like, heartbreaking for them no, to that watch. that was, like, pretty boss of her to not, you know, to... <laughs> to see somebody grow up I mean I try to not like hate somebody for the fact that they grew up that way like they grew up in the limelight they've never been out of it like you think that that's always easy like oh these people just had careers because they were just handed them which is true but also have you ever shot like a reality thing it's all it's exhausting yeah <laughs> I mean it's it's just you know I I can't imagine it being great <laughs> no. So if you get the chance, check out yeah, the check episode, it out. the Paris episode. I'm happy everyone's okay. I'm very into their look right now too. I love Kim's like bronze minimalist makeup mm-hmm. and her hair is just like straight and healthy looking. Her bod is sick. She yeah. just got food poisoning. She just got a lot of flack actually saying like, thank God for food poisoning. Like the Met Gala is in a week and I'm already six pounds down. <laughs> and everyone got on it. And she was making a joke. She's not a comic. She probably shouldn't write her own tweets. But... <laughs> I can relate. I got food poisoning right before Halloween, and it was the best thing that ever happened to me. My Kelly Kapowski costume was so on I remember point. that one. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's so sad that, like, food poisoning and losing five pounds will give you abs, but it does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I make mm-hmm. the joke now with my boyfriend. I'm like, I just want to catch food poisoning really quick. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> they should bottle it up. <laughs> they should. 
Quick diet. Yeah, right. There's Ebola names virus. for that botulism. I'm knocking on wood right now, guys. <laughs> I know. Because we actually I, don't want to die. I don't want to die and I don't <laughs> want food poisoning, but like whatever. Uh, Natasha doesn't need it. Natasha has like a 12 pack of abs. <laughs> it's like abs on abs on abs. There should be a song about your abs. <laughs> abs on abs on, like blessings on blessings yeah. on blessings. <laughs> like black on black on black. Oh, I love that song. I miss the Watch the Throne album. Oh, Shout yeah. Shout out to Jay-Z and Kanye. And in Paris came from that beautiful album. Beautiful. Beautiful. It's <laughs> just that. Okay, so we have one more question from Jeremy Sickle. And he didn't really explain this that well. All he said, I'm looking it up right now. He said, worst club experience. Hmm. Hmm. Worst club experience. I know what mine is. I actually know what mine is too. Tell us you yours. go first. Oh, yeah, mine's really quick. You go first. Mine was I. It was a Fourth of July. I was at like a cool backyard barbecue, and then we we're all like, "Let's go to the Abbey on Fourth of July." Is not a good idea. <laughs> and um, I went, and I wasn't happy being there. The Abbey is like one of the most famous gay clubs, and it's fun. It's so fun, but you have to be in a mood to go. I wasn't in the mood. Yeah, was not. I was dating someone who was living in Chicago at the time, so we were just like texting back and forth. I think he had you stopped. were just disinterested I and just being out. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't into it, so I kind of. When I get drunk, I get a little sassy. So I kind of like stormed off, mm-hmm. <laughs> stormed out at the Abbey. And as I'm storming out, I was wearing a low cut shirt and I had cleavage happening. I ran into someone's cigarette. Ah. Oh. Yeah. And it literally, my, my, the girls were like pushed together. I'm, t- I'm trying so to just explain it. Smashed so the ember into your boob. Yeah. It, I literally still have scars. I have like two dots. Like too little. They're very faint right now because uh, I. These are sucks. you know uh, these are like precious gems. <laughs> like I. You have fantastic boobs. <laughs> oh thank you. Your boobs have been the topic of many conversations <laughs> of mine, with or without you around. Remember I Snapchat <laughs> you from Montana and I was like, we're talking about your boobs. <laughs> By the way, hi. Hi. <laughs> thank you. I can't take any credit. There, all my parents. Genetics do it? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's, it's, it's the cheese background. It's the cheese background. <laughs> get a cheese background and get some good boobs or go to a great plastic surgeon. There's that too. Yeah. Mine are real. Yep. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I have two um, scars and I put, you know what I found out? If anyone ever gets a really bad burn, you're supposed to put mustard on it. What? The cooks in the kit, the bar I worked at, I because it had happened, and I had to go to work yellow the next day. Yellow mustard or brown? Yellow mustard. Yellow mustard. Not the brown chunky stuff. They always keep a bottle of yellow mustard in the back in case someone gets burned, and they put that on it, and I barely have scars now, and I just, every night I would go to bed. No way. And I would rub, I have a, I still have a bottle of yellow mustard in my bathroom. <laughs> oh my God. I wish, <laughs> how many funny stories would it have made? If you were coated in mustard, I got burned growing up all the time. Well, there you go. <laughs> now you know. I'm going to, when I have kids, God bless them, they're going to be yellow. Get <laughs> not that I'm going to be burning them all the time. I shouldn't make maybe, them sound like they're going to be you burnt. Have kids. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. You're like, let's, let's have some fun, guys. Who wants to get burned today? <laughs> <laughs> I have a hot dog. Who's going to coat it? Oh, God. Yeah. Anyway, what's your worst club experience? Um, I think if I were to think. It was probably in Prague. Um, Prague. I I had to pretend to be from another country because these people thought that I was like a stripper trying to sell them dances, but I wasn't. And I was 
I was in Prague and there was other people that were English speakers from other English speaking countries. And they thought that I worked for the club and was pretending to be American. So I had to pretend to be from a different country. And then I wasn't. Where did you pretend to be from? I pretended to be from Portugal. Okay. And uh, I made up an accent. And then the people called me the next day and we hung out for four days. (laughs) And I pretended to be from Portugal four days. I I was in Portugal recently. It's amazing. I don't know what the accent is and I still don't. That's the thing. These people either (laughs) had never met a Portuguese person or just thought you were cool. Because that accent, one of my best friends is Portuguese. I've been around her family. I've been in the country. It's different. It's a very, I could not even attempt it right now if I tried. Yeah. But that was the creepiest night of my life because there was like three times I thought I was going to die. And then I was also pretending to be from another country. So all I kept thinking of was if something happens to me, nobody's going to know where to put me. <laughs> so <laughs> I think that was my worst club experience. They would send you to Libsyn, Portugal. Yeah. You would be in Libsyn. <laughs> Just my in body the of a, in the a terrible nightclub. <laughs> that would be that would be your thing. Yeah. That's cool. Um, I love it. <laughs> Do you have any favorite Jersey Housewives? You don't watch reality TV. No, do you? You I don't know. watch the Housewives. That's okay. Maybe you should. Their season's starting again soon. Is Teresa one of them? Teresa, <laughs> yes. I just know that she's fucking crazy, and I like that. <laughs> she's the one that flipped the table, right? Exactly. Okay, I know that. So you know. I at least know that much. You know. <laughs> it's fine. I loved how you said Teresa. That that even sounded like a Jersey girl. I feel like actually, so you guys know this. I'm obsessed with Lady Gaga. And she's from New Jersey, so she's like the ultimate Jersey girl. We're trying to get her on the yes. podcast. Um, so I have at the end, although I want to keep going with you. This is so much fun. You're the best. You're the best. You're Thank you. And You're this is what we do anyway, so it's fun to actually do it with a microphone. Now we have it documented. <laughs> we can play it for the kids someday. Yes. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with her music or, you Oh, know. yes. Oh, yeah. I like I this. I was rocking out a telephone on my way to the gym today. <laughs> You have to listen to the podcast I did with Annabelle DeSisto at the end. She does telephone and it's fucking phenomenal. Oh my God. Okay. It's so good. <laughs> so I picked this one. I'm not going to tell you which song it is, but I have a feeling you'll figure it out because it kind of reminds me of your, ad- your medium adventurous side. Okay. Um, <laughs> and how glorious you are in all of your endeavors and how you're just like fiercely in love and fiercely talented and fiercely just an op- entrepreneur just doing <laughs> things. So this is an interpretive read. I would really enjoy it if you could try to do a Jersey accent just because I think oh it would God. be really fun. So okay. a Jersey cold read. Or you could do a different accent. You could do it however you want. So this is what I want you to read. And you could stop whenever you want, but at least go through the chorus. <laughs> I know exactly what song this is. Oh, my God. It's really hard to pull an accent out of my ass like that. Okay. Let me think. Let me do think. You want, Let me take a moment. Do you want to know what my favorite way to get into a Jersey accident? Yes. Accent. <laughs> Not a Jersey accident. A Jersey okay. accent is. The, I'm sure there's a lot of those, too. <laughs> yeah. It's like a lot of eating meatballs and driving. Um, I go into Sammy's sweetheart when she was yelling at Ronnie. And she goes, you traumatized me. You traumatized me. Yes. Now go. Say it a few times. You traumatized me. <laughs> Am I doing it good? You're doing good. Okay. Good. I feel, feel like it. when I get into a Jersey accent, I can actually do it. But to just start it, it's really fucking hard. Do whatever you got to do. It's your process, <clears throat> girl. I f- but I feel like part of me wants to do this like a Midwest. Yeah, do it as if you're the biggest Packers fan ever. You could do that. Uh, like, um, shit, Minneapolis. Like, I used to live in Minneapolis. Please do that. 
be the only one. I need to a ever moment. Can we pause for a moment? Yeah, let's I pause. need a moment. So I wanted a Jersey accent from you, but I feel like you feel like doing something else that's better. Yeah, I need to do like the Midwest mom. That's staying on brand. I love it, <laughs> guys. Get ready. We we got a Midwest Lady Gaga happening right now. Uh, whenever you want, girl. It's hot to feel the rush. The brush, the dangerous. I'm going to run right to the edge with you <laughs> where we can fall far in the love. I'm on the edge of glory and I'm hanging on the moment of truth. I'm on the edge of glory and I'm hanging on a moment with you. Oh, yeah. I'm on the edge, the edge. I'm still on the edge, the edge. I'm still on the friggin' edge, the edge. Oh, oofta. I'm on the edge of glory and I'm hanging on the moment with you. <laughs> I'm on the edge with you. <laughs> Don't you know? Don't you know? <laughs> oh my God, Sarah Palin, I love your work. Oh my gosh. That was great. I, it's so funny how I've trained my brain to not do that. No, but that was amazing. My boyfriend and I are taking him to my hometown's Norwegian festival this coming month. What? And... I'm going to come back talking like that. I hope you do. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm tying my shoe right now. So my mic is like in between my knees. Sorry. Perfect. No, that was so great. <laughs> I don't think there's ever been another, um, another Midwest accent of Lady Gaga recorded. Oh, perfect. I'm sure there's been a lot at her concerts. Oh yeah. But never. Oh on yeah. The What's your Jersey podcast. <laughs> I love it. Gabby Conti. Yeah, last week she sang it. She, she just went through it. She went like Broadway baby on it. Annabelle DeSisto did like Jersey accent. <laughs> totally. <laughs> and then Rachel kind of just did her like dry Rachel O'Brien humor talking through yeah, yeah, yeah. poker face. Oh, nice. <laughs> and it was good. It was really good. But we haven't had Wisconsin yet. This Perfect. Is, this, thank you. That just made me really happy. Good. It just I can make you happy. That's all I care about. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Whispering Angel Wine, you and a Lady Gaga, Wisconsin right? accent. <laughs> Jesus. If this was a date, you'd be sleeping over. That's what's uh, <laughs> That's what I like to hear. Yes. I do have to say shout out to the main squeeze for coming up with the um, Just Enough segment. That was kind of his idea, but I stole it. Um, That's fine. Yeah, right? It's fine. You're allowed to. Exactly. It's fine. Um, plug yourself. How can people find you? Find me on NPH Comedy on Instagram, uh, Twitter. My website is nphcomedy.com. I have some new fun blogs that I'll be starting on there um, with along the same echelon of my men's health stuff. And yeah, you can stay on top of some of the brands I'm working with on there. I love that. And if you guys, if you have any like health, fitness, comedy, just entrepreneur questions for Natasha, again, email at what's your jersey at gmail.com and I will pass them along and I'll have Natasha respond. Yay. Uh, thank you so much for being thank here. Thank you for being in my house. <laughs> I <laughs> love you. you so fiercely. You're oh. such a great human being. <laughs> oh my God. Guys, did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> and a good friend. She's a really awesome person, you guys. So oh. just listen to this podcast and, and love her to pieces because she's great. I'm getting bright red like a, <laughs> like a meatball and spaghetti and red sauce. Um, again, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Please rate and review and share share with your friends and your family listen to it around sunday dinner um i'm jacqueline marfuji you guys are the best thank you for listening and this was what's your jersey until next time i'll see you on the flip side peace just put your paws up because you were born this way baby